Hey everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. Welcome to another podcast of Doug and Renee. Married Life. Married Life, that's right. Don't you forget it. This is us. And us this is. In full effect. After a wonderful vacation, um, we talked about that last yeah. week already. Yeah, I'm we've sorry. Been back off vacation. <laughs> <laughs> you still on vacation? I am, in ma- I am so still in Mexico. <laughs> right. We've been on vacation. By yes. Now. Oh my gosh, what a wonderful vacation! Okay, so back to life, back to reality. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's a solar soul song. But um, this Sunday. Um, first Sunday in the month of August, we have a new series that we're going to start, which is called The Power of Forgiveness. Yes. 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 And if I could add, dear, mm-hmm. we have been on this theme of empowerment. The Lord has had us title our mm-hmm. episodes. <laughs> Get it Serious? out. Our episodes, okay. our topics mm-hmm. on the power of, the power of prayer, the power of words, the power of agreement, and now the power of... Forgiveness. Yes, which is so important. Yes. So, um, real quick, and I'm just going to ask you this. Um, you asking me or are you asking the audience? No, I'm asking you. Uh-oh, he's putting dear. me on the spot, y'all. Forgiveness, the power of forgiveness. Yes. Is that the same as unforgiveness, is having unforgiveness? Or do you think it's two separate things? I'm not sure I understand the question. Unpackage that a little bit for me. Ooh, unpackage it. I don't know how to unpackage it. Because you know how people say they have unforgiveness in their heart? So unforgiveness, is that the same as the power of forgiveness? If I have unforgiveness in my heart towards a brother or a sister... Is that the same thing as this topic that we're about to talk about? The power of forgiveness. We need to forgive people for what they've done. I would say it's not the same, that it's the opposite. It's the opposite. The power of forgiveness and unforgiveness. Yeah. (laughs) There's power in forgiving someone and releasing unforgiveness. Mm -hmm. Because if you harbor unforgiveness in your heart then you're powerless. Hmm. Your prayers are hindered. Yeah. Um, So I would say it's not the same. If I have unforgiveness in my heart. If you have unforgiveness in your heart. But if I have forgiveness, if I forgive you, then this is the power of forgiveness. Yes. It makes sense in my head. But the way you posed the question, you gave me the word forgiveness and the word unforgiveness which are polar opposites. So if I don't have forgiveness, I have unforgiveness. Exactly. Okay. All right. So we are going to talk about... (laughs) We're going to talk on the subject of the power of forgiveness. Yes. We are going to, for the next few weeks, um, until the Lord says um, otherwise. And I think it's um, when we were discussing this a while back, it's like unforgiveness or or forgiveness, the power of forgiveness. I want to say unforgiveness because for in my mind, and I don't want to confuse 
the listeners. But if you don't forgive people, then you will they you won't be able to have the power of forgiveness. Right, which is the opposite. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm with you, dear. My concern is that you are not with you. No, I'm with me, but... <laughs> I know I'm... what you're trying to say, mm-hmm. but what you're actually saying is if you have unforgiveness in your heart, yeah. then, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not following the way you're... Fr- I understand okay. because I know you what you are trying to say, mm-hmm. but the way it's coming out is unforgiveness and... And the power of forgiveness the okay. same, and they're not the same. Okay. So we want to talk about the power of forgiveness. Forget unforgiveness. I'll, I'll try to clear that up in the next podcast or, or next week. Or, or throughout this podcast. Or, or, <laughs> but we definitely want to talk about forgiveness. Forgiveness in marriage is going to be one of the pillars of your marriage. Um, I believe, and this is just my personal opinion, that's a pillar um, just like communication. And there are certain pillars in marriage that, you know, if I ever write a book about the pillars of marriage, um, one would be communication and another would be forgiveness. Yes. Because it's inevitable <clears throat> that you or your spouse will do something to the other one and you're going to need forgiveness or they're going to need forgiveness. It's inevitable. And so if you, and even to the single people who are listening to us, if you um, have an issue or unforgiveness or you have a problem, I'm not going to say problem, if you find it as a challenge or a hurdle to forgive people, mm. um, that's something you might want to uh, pray about and do some inward searching before you decide to get married. Yeah, I would dare say that's not something you might want to pray about. That's something you should pray about. Mm-hmm. That's something that you should uh, seek God for counsel on and help with. Because like you said, it's inevitable in marriage, your spouse is going to offend you. Yeah. Whether they mean to or not, they are going to say something. They are going to do something that you do not like that hurts your feelings, that you don't agree with, that makes you mad. And you are going to have to forgive them for it. And we'll get further in detail why that's so important and why that um, unforgiveness Mm -hmm. renders you powerless. But you have power in forgiving your spouse and forgiving people. Because this topic could go to singles as well Mm -hmm. as married people. Yeah. So I'm going to start off with a scripture. Sometimes I don't have a scripture, but this time I do. And this is going to start off this is going to start us off in Matthew 18:21 through 35 in the NIV version. And this comes up this scripture this conversation with Jesus and his disciples comes right on the heels of the power of agreement. When Jesus says, "Hey, if any two or three of you are gathered in my name, I'm there in agreement with you. I'm there. And and then Peter, um, I always I always like people who speak up because I'm that type of person who says things and my wife's like, I can't believe you said that. It's like <laughs> all the time. All the time. I don't even know how to be me. So, so direct and to the point. 
So after after Jesus is talking about um, uh, the power of agreement, uh, Peter comes up to him and asks him, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister? This is Matthew 18, 21 um, in the NIV version. Excuse me. How many times um, should I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me up to seven times? And Jesus said, I'll tell you. Not seven times, but 77 times. Wow. 77 77 times. Yes. So for those of you who are harboring unforgiveness because somebody offended you, your spouse, Mm -hmm. one time, maybe 10 times, Mm -hmm. the Bible says 77 times. 77. Yes. And it's Crazy because who keeps count? (laughs) (laughs) So how do you know when you've gotten to 78 and you're like, I don't have to forgive you anymore because I've already forgiven you 77 times. I just had a a visual of, uh, you know, those old school chalkboards they used to have in school Mm -hmm. and you just doing the ones and then you do the line through it. Right. Every fifth one. The little tick, the keep count. I was like, oh, there goes another one. It's 27. Mm. Oh, 28. So um, Jesus is saying 77 times. Um, and that, I don't, I'm not, you know, numbers. That's that's not my thing. I know 777 seven, seven is the number of completion. completion. So that's mm. double completion. Right? Mm, completion two times. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But Peter's asking, hey, how many times do I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? And Jesus is saying 77 times. And this comes on the heels of the power of agreement. So I think there is some sort of, and and again, this is just my opinion. There is some sort of connection, acknowledgement, maybe, um, what's the word I'm looking for, Uh, between agreeing and forgiveness. Now, before I before I go any any deeper, I'm gonna talk about me for a second. I the, um, grew up, you know, my brother, three sisters. It was five of us, and I had as I got older and moved out. We were actually in, living in Texas when this happened. I probably told you. Um, I think it was the first time I went to a manpower conference. I went with a buddy of mine. And um, there was a a corporate prayer and uh, Bishop Jakes was talking about forgiveness at at this particular point in time. This has been over 20 years, easy. And um, I know after the prayer was over, I felt like a weight had been lifted off of me. Uh, W-E-I-G-H-T, like a weight. And I asked the Lord, I was like, what? Why do I feel so light? And he's told me because I was carrying around unforgiveness for my my father. For because as you know, Renee, I'm the type of person where if you tell me something, I expect you to do it. I'm like, just I hold people to their word because that's something that um I guess I didn't get growing up from my father. And so oh, there yeah. was a hmm? I I know that's how you are. Uh, said, oh yeah. <laughs> So um, I held a lot of unforgiveness for him Um, and he had passed by this time, by that time in my life, he had already passed. And even though he passed, I was still holding 
unforgiveness to him. And so when I after that corporate prayer and I asked asked God what you know what was going on with me, He said, "You you feel lighter because I was carrying around a weight." And I can't I can't say anybody can't say this happened to anybody else or this is for anyone else, but I know for me. I was carrying around a weight or a burden because I had unforgiveness uh, from my father. And I'm pretty sure it may have inadvertently or advertently or subconsciously or consciously come out in how I probably treated my wife and, and my sons. So I'm just throwing that out there. I just want you because we we've always been transparent on this podcast. We're not perfect. And if you are um, harboring or holding on to um, unforgiveness, there is power in forgiveness. And I I want to um, admonish you to forgive those who have done you wrong. Yes. I really do. Yes. And one of the things I've often heard, and I don't have a scripture to go with this, is that Forgiveness is for you. Mm-hmm. It's not for the other person. So in your instance, because Pops had passed already, it wasn't that you was doing it for him. Yeah. Because you was doing it for you. You did it for you. That release came for you. It made you healthier. Because weight can make you sick. Mm-hmm. It can make you have, you know, ulcers and headaches stress. and stress and fatigue. And so forgiving someone, that's one reason, is for you to get that weight off of you. And we'll talk about another reason why forgiveness is so important. But I've often heard it said, forgiveness is for you. It's not for the other person. You're not doing it for them. You are releasing that pressure off of yourself and coming in alignment with God's will for your life. Mm -hmm. And the way I've heard it, and not to get too far into what we're going to talk about, is that it's kind of like you drinking poison and expecting the other person to get sick. It's just not going to happen. So um, you have to forgive because there is power in forgiveness. So I want to come back to the scripture. Um, Matthew 18, 21 through 35. So... Peter comes up to Jesus, how many times shall I forgive? Jesus says, hey, 77 times. And um, verse 21 through 35, it tells a a story or what's the word I'm looking for? A parable. Parable. There we go. Parable. And, you know, Jesus is saying, therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a man who had an account. He, He loaned somebody or somebody, his servant owed him some money and he cleared his servant's account. But somebody owed the servant money. And the servant was like, yo, pay up. You're going to say, he said, yo? Yeah, he said, yo. He was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Modern day vernacular. Like, yeah, he was like, yo, you owe me this money. You need to pay me back. And the person who owed the servant was like, oh, hold up. I'll, I'll get you. You know, I'll pay you back. And he was like, no. He went off and he threw the person who owed him in prison, you know, because he owed him money. And, you know, then it got back to the to the master. And he's like, hey. I re- I I released you of your debt, and you didn't turn around and release somebody else of the debt they owed you. Mm-hmm. So that's not right. So um, to pick it up around verse thirty-one, you know the serv- the master calls a servant in and said he calls him a wicked servant. He 
Again, I canceled all your debt because you begged me. Shouldn't you have mercy on your fellow servant just as I had on you? Here's the power of forgiveness. You, you, we want the Lord to forgive us, mm-hmm. but we don't want to forgive others. Mm-hmm. That's a Selah moment. Because in Christendom, we have a phrase that we like to say a lot. The Lord knows my heart. <laughs> yeah, he knows it. Doesn't mean he likes it. The Lord knows my heart. Doesn't mean he is in agreement. Yeah. The with Lord your heart. knows my heart. And we say that and we just expect God to forgive us or whatever we said or whatever we did. The Lord knows my heart. We say that with such uh Christian um mm-hmm. authority. You know, the Lord knows my heart. And we and we say it and we just enunciate it. And how do you come back And and when somebody says that It's like yeah the Lord knows your heart But I'm telling you you're wrong right now So The master said hey I had mercy on you But you didn't have mercy on somebody else You didn't forgive somebody And I forgave you And that's just wrong And we do this all the time um, In marriage in our personal relationships or in relationships in general, we come to, when we pray, we like, Lord, forgive us. That's part of the Lord's prayer. And then we turn around and don't want to forgive our spouse. Mm-hmm. And that's, you are wrong, sir. And the Bible is clear ma'am. about if we don't forgive, how God responds. Well, how does God respond? In the Lord's Prayer. Oh, I thought you was going to you know, give us a little you know, nugget, nugget. No, the Bible tells us, gives us a template. Okay. You don't have to say this prayer as your prayer, but he basically gives us a template on how we should pray. Mm-hmm. You know, our Father in heaven, holy or hallowed be your name. So he starts off with praise. The template is first we should go into adoration to God. Our Father, Um, your kingdom come, your will be done on this earth. Basically, we're praying, God, not your will, but not my will, but your will be done in our lives. Not your will, but my will. Then we ask him to give us this day our daily bread, not food bread, his word. His word is bread, the bread of life. And then we say, forgive us of our debts. Several translations say, forgive us of our trespasses Um, as... We also forgive our debtors. And that part is where I'm always, you know, like, okay, God, you says, and forgive us our debts as we have forgiven, forgiven, already Already. forgiven, past tense. Those people who have trespassed against us, Mm -hmm. the people who have offended us, the people who have made us angry, the people that we have an ought with, God says... I will forgive you as you have forgiven them. So that means if we haven't forgiven somebody, God can't forgive us. Mm. The Lord knows. So we again are powerless because we harbor unforgiveness. So it's important, husbands, it's important, wives, that you forgive your spouse whether they deserve it, (laughs) whether they have asked for forgiveness, whether. Um, they meant to do it. It was intentional, an intentional, of, mm-hmm. an, an intentional offense mm-hmm. or an unintentional offense. If you want God to forgive you, 
you have to first forgive. Wow. I love when you go in your CBI mode. I you really say do. that all the time, and people have no clue what you oh, are referring Calvary to. Calvary Bible say, Institute. I'm sorry. Well, God bless you, sir. I'm sorry. But it is so important for us to remember that when we are praying, this model prayer that God has given us, we're saying, God, forgive us. So praise and adoration is first. And then the second part is, God, I'm praying for your will. God, give me your word. Feed me your word today. And then the next is repentance. Mm. And true repentance, you have to, you can't come to God carrying the weight, as Doug said, of unforgiveness. Mm. There's a scripture in the Bible that talks about if you have an art with a person, leave your gift at the altar. <laughs> yeah. Go and and make amends with that person. Then you can come back to God. So we got to come to God with clear hands and a pure heart. Ouch. That praise and that adoration and, you know, God, give me your word today. Your will be done. All of that is wonderful. Mm -hmm. But if you have unforgiveness, none of that means anything. And when you were talking, there were a couple of things I, I thought of when you were talking. And forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. As we have forgiven, that means it's past tense. Yeah, we already forgave them. Yeah, so I can't ask God to forgive me if I haven't forgiven you. Yes. That that, that was the first thing. And I, I, I literally just saw this right now, that, that you have to forgive first before you ask God to forgive you. Absolutely. And the second thing was, again, I guess this is my, my day to talk about me. I didn't realize that if you did something that I I felt was wrong to me, I didn't for years, maybe decades, 20 plus years, it then hit me that we're on the same team and you wasn't trying to do something detrimental to me. And I didn't real probably didn't realize this till we took that disc assessment mm-hmm. that that's just you. I'm me and you're you. Yes. And you do things and I do things. I know I do things that to get on your nerves and you're like, that's just Doug. And you do things. I'm not going to say you get on my nerves, dear. <laughs> you can say it because I'm sure I do. <laughs> you do things that I may not agree with or understand or like. or like. And I'm like, that's just Renee. And it's not that you're doing something that, you know, trying to counter, being counterproductive to the marriage. You're just being you. And it probably didn't hit me until we took that disc assessment that you're That's you. just my personality. That's just who you are. Mm-hmm. My makeup. My, yeah. yeah. And so husbands and wives out there, and we, we said this, you know, for over a year now, you're different. Celebrate your differences. Your spouse, you and your spouse are on the same team. God willing you're on the same team. You should be on the same team. Mm -hmm. And the team wins. If one person wins, we all win. So forgive your spouse, forgive your husband, forgive your wife. Yeah. And this just hit me. Can I chime in? Chime. This just hit me. Sometimes you don't realize that you're harboring unforgiveness. Uh Uh-oh. And I think it's important to pray and ask God, to expose it, to show it to you, because sometimes you have harbored it for so long, it's like dirty laundry. It's at the bottom of the pile, and you can't find it. 
you know, you keep putting more, piling more clothes on top of it or... Uh, we talk about baggage, mm-hmm. carrying baggage in a relationship. You start cramming more stuff into that suitcase or into that bag or into that luggage, and you forget it's there, and or you don't know it's there, mm-hmm. but it's affecting your relationship with your spouse. It's affecting how you communicate with them. You're snapping. You don't know why. They don't even know why. You're having tit-for-tat arguments. You don't have any clue. So sometimes you have to go to God and say, God, show me me. Mm. That's that look in that mirror moment where you're asking God to reveal certain hidden things about you that you have buried or that you have you know, hidden mm-hmm. that you don't even know exists and ask God to help you to ex- first to expose it and to deal with it so that you can forgive your spouse or mm-hmm. you can forgive other people because that can turn into a root of bitterness. And yeah. we're not going to go too far into that um, today unless okay. the Lord takes us in that direction. Um, but um, a root of bitterness is like if anyone has ever tried to pull a weed out of a ground and that thing has taken root. You can cut that weed and then it keeps growing back. You're like, why does that thing keep growing and I keep cutting it? Because you didn't dig it out from the root. Mm -hmm. And that root gets deeper into that soil, into the soil of your heart. And it's so much harder to get out and it's so much harder to forgive. But we just showed you in God's word why there's power in forgiveness and why it's so important to forgive because you want God to forgive you. None of us are perfect. We mm-hmm. all make mistakes. So it's imperative that we deal with unforgiveness, forgive so that we can be forgiven. And and I was going to say the exact same thing you just said. And to follow up the Lord's prayer, to circle back around to it, in verse 15 of the NIV, or 14 and 15, it says, for if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your father will not forgive your sins. Yes. And my favorite version, the translation. The the, passion. The passion translation. Thank you. But if you withhold forgiveness from others, your father withholds forgiveness from you. Ouch. You know what? And I dare say a lot of people, because they say, the Lord knows my heart. A lot of our Christian brothers and sisters the Lord knows my heart. <laughs> but if you don't forgive people, it is clear. God's word is clear as, I don't know, sky is as, blue. As clear as clear water. Yeah, that <laughs> you have to forgive if you want the Lord to forgive you. So you can say the Lord knows my heart all day, as my mama would say, till the cows come home to roost, or till kingdom come, however you want to do it. But if you do not forgive God's word is very clear and it's true that the Lord will not forgive you. Mm -hmm. And we just talked about the heart. God knows your heart, Mm -hmm. but do you? You may not even know that you're harboring unforgiveness in your heart. So that goes back to asking God to show you if you are dealing with any type of unforgiveness. And as Doug said earlier um, about himself, having unforgiveness that it may have affected how he treated me, how he treated the children. We could all have unforgiveness about with someone else, 
but it's affecting another relationship. Mm -hmm. So we may have unforgiveness about how our parents raised us or an auntie, an uncle, a teacher, a sibling, but we have allowed that to um, go into our marital relationship. And so that's why unforgiveness, again, renders us powerless, not just to the person that offended us or we have unforgiveness with, but with other people and just carrying that weight around in our life, in our relationship affects how we do our job, how we Mm -hmm. communicate, how we interact with people. So unforgiveness is is a poison, as Doug said, and it's important to make sure that you deal with it and you forgive. Forgive. And sometimes you have to forgive yourself. Oh, I'm Ouch. not sure we have time to talk about that in this podcast. Not, oh, Lord Jesus. So I want to I um, give the definition of forgiveness. Forgive is a verb, so it's an action. It's something that you you have to do. Stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone for an offense or a flaw or a mistake. Sometimes it's a mistake. Yeah, people, we're human. Um, and again, it's an action word. It it. Uh, let's take a look at forgiveness. Forgiveness is the action or the process of forgiving or being forgiven. So again, it's important for you to forgive someone. Forgiveness is the action. And again, then we can go to God and say, we have forgiven Mm -hmm. other people. Please forgive us. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes we do things that we aren't aware of that goes against God's will, and we have to ask for forgiveness. That's why we ask ask God to help us to forgive us of sins we may have committed knowingly or unknowingly. Because sometimes that's just who we are. Like you said, personality. Yeah. We, we're here every day to grow and do better, say better, think better, act better. Know better, be better. Yes. And some, you know, we have a lot of sayings. And um, Lord Jesus, help me. What was the saying? Oh, I'll forgive you, but I won't forget. Mm, forgive and forgive. Forgive and forget, yeah. or I'll forgive, but I won't forget yeah. what you did. Right? Where's right. that at in the Bible? Mm, I don't know. Where's that at? I Where's don't. It? Some if if y'all know somebody send us that scripture. Yeah, I'll forgive you, but I won't forget what you did. And I'm like, if you don't forget, then that's gonna re. You just a circle. It's just bringing back that whole vicious cycle mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't forget it, you gonna like, oh, I don't forgive you. But oh come on. We, I don't we forgive you, but I'm still keeping that tick. I'm still keeping that count. Yeah. That you did offend me. Cause when you get the number 78, <laughs> I don't have to forgive you anymore. So I haven't forgotten. I still got that little line on the chalkboard that says, You offended me. I forgive you. Number 78. But boy. I'm keeping count. When you get to 78, it's gonna be holy heck up. And in I'm here. I've heard this before, and I have to look it up and see if there's a scripture where the Bible talks about our sins are washed in the sea of forgetfulness. Of forgetfulness. Yep. As so, far as the east is from the west. If we are Christians and we're supposed to be Christ-like and we're supposed to do things the way the Lord does things, then why are we not forgetting? Why are we still holding on and keeping count? Selah. That think that should be somebody's homework. 
So this week you have homework. (laughs) First, ask God if you're harboring unforgiveness that you're unaware of. What was the second one, dear? What's the one we just... Forget. See your forgetfulness. See your forgetfulness. Journal it. it. Write it in a journal. Forget it. And then cross it out and ask God to help you through it. Because we understand there are some offenses that are harder than others. Yeah. And, but God doesn't categorize them. So you have to forgive everything, no matter what the offense is. So we pray that this week that you will forgive forgive and forget and forget so that you may also be forgiven. God bless. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.